Hey, brides and wedding guests. Are you looking for an outfit that dazzles, hoping you'll get the invite to Ashley and Jared's wedding? If you get it, think about Beholden. Beholden offers a gorgeous collection of wedding gowns and dresses for special occasions. Shop from the comfort of your couch and your purchase will arrive at your doorstep in a matter of days. For a limited time only, use the code WEDDING at checkout for free shipping on your purchase at BHLDN.com. That's BHLDN.com. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. It's the off-season, and there's some news and notes to cover. We got Jenna and Jordan still going. We got the other Jordan and JoJo with a web show. We got the iHeart Festival. There's so much happening, and I want to talk about it. And who better to talk about it with than my number one, the love of my bachelor life, Ben Higgins. Let's call him up. How much are you still keeping up with what's going on in Bachelor Nation? I mean, I know you kind of have to for your podcast with Ashley. Uh, you know, I keep I keep up pretty well. I, this year, I feel like I'm more up to date with Colton than I have been for a couple of years, just because he's from Denver. I spent a lot of time with him once he got off the Bachelorette, just kind of hanging out and talking with him. And so, I just think I've been I've been more interested mm-hmm. in keeping up with it with his experience. And then the Bachelor news it's kind of hard to get away from. I, I don't even know if you like never knew what the Bachelor was. You'd still probably know that. Jenna and Jordan broke up or that something happened in, in Vegas. Like it just feels like this feels like it's everywhere. Yeah. I actually want to run down some of these news stories. So I'm very glad you brought them okay. up first. I didn't realize that you were like hanging out with Colton. Give me your scouting report on how he's going to do as bachelor. Uh, he's, he's going to be good. Um, <laughs> the, the one thing about Colton that we're going to find out is he's a really well-intentioned dude. Like I think his intentions for people in life are, are in the right place. And I think he cares a lot, but he, he's just kind of coming into his own. And I think it'll be fun to see. Cause sometimes on the show, you know, you get somebody that's always been good looking and always dated people and always had a name to themselves. And, you know, they've, they've come on the show to kind of uh, meet somebody, but really it just feels like we're promoting them because they're just a specimen of a being for Colton, he's just always kind of struggled to figure out who he was. And I think during this season, we're going to find, we're going to see him at least try that. I don't know if he'll find it or not, but at least be a very real season. I mean, ironically, he's had a few famous girlfriends. Like, he is what you just said. <laughs> like, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. Like, you didn't, like, know his name. But if you then if you go back and you Google him, like, all the Allie Raisman stuff, like, just feel like there's actually, like, a, a lot to be known about Colton more than with like you, like you were just a guy who went on the show. Yeah. Yeah. I I was definitely not a specimen. I was just (laughs) a normal dude who somehow got lucky. They gave him a nice haircut, put him in a couple suits and they said, go get him tiger. So yeah. Yeah. I I think Colton definitely has a bigger name to himself coming in than I did or that really anybody did other than maybe Nick, but Nick's name was created from the show also. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I saw Nick last weekend. We sent you a selfie. Um, it was really nice. Yeah. Wow. So did you did you get to meet Colton before he like his season even aired? Like, how quickly do you get integrated into the system if you are if you're <laughs> joining? <laughs> uh, yeah, I did get to meet Colton before his season even aired. Interesting. Um, Denver's like a new hotspot. Are you hanging out with Blake as well? I've hung out with him a couple times. Yeah, I haven't hung out with him a ton, but um, I have. I mean, he's a big deal right now. You know, he's all over the country. He's, <laughs> He's doing his thing. And so 
Um, you know, I, I have seen him. I was in Vegas with him, but uh, it, Denver is a new hotspot. It's just starting to become known. This place has been cool for a long time, Juliet. I know. And I feel like people are just starting to recognize that Denver has something to offer the world. Because it has weed to offer? Um, no, good people, Juliet. Good people. <laughs> it has both. Can it be both? <laughs> <laughs> it can be both. It has both. What went down in Vegas that we didn't see? Because you you all were there for the iHeart Festival, right? Yeah. Um, what went down in Vegas? A lot of texting. I don't know if you saw my like Instagram, but kids today just really love to be on their phone. They do. It's pretty annoying. Yeah, it's a little distracting. And so there's a lot of texting. And, um, you know, there wasn't anything really too crazy this trip. W- what you did see is the old go to bed early. So the Ashleys and Jareds and the Beckas and, and the me uh, and the young kids that came up, they kind of stayed out later. So I don't know what, you know, 2, 3, 4, 5 a.m. consisted of for them. Oh, interesting. So you're in, you're like an old head now, like you're on your way out of, of the crew? I mean, I'm like the same age mm-hmm. uh, as these guys. Are you 30 but, uh, yet? I'm definitely... De- no, I'm not 30 yet. Oh, wow. I'm 29. Oh, when's your birthday? Close. March 23rd. Oh, okay. It's coming. Is there like a generational divide? Like, can you tell when you hang out with the like new, like, you know, with like Jason and Blake, like, I just feel like in the last couple of years, The Bachelor's gotten even more popular and it was definitely popular when you were on it. But like, is it different for them with like the saturation of social media than it than it is for you? Has it gotten more popular? I think that no shots. I think that Nick had the highest ratings of like any bachelor in a while. And I think, nope. yeah, yeah, I, I mean, take, I take zero personal <laughs> offense to any, any, any of it. I'm really glad to hear that. Cause like, it doesn't really matter. I think in the consciousness, it's like more popular than ever, even if the ratings aren't like necessarily as gangbusters, but like as a concept it's definitely more popular yeah. than ever. Huh? That's kind of cool. I didn't realize that honestly. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I could tell a difference, just mostly because when you're The Bachelor, I, I never got to experience what Jason and, and Blake are going through. And so I think that's maybe the, one of the most interesting things to me is... What are they going through? You know, they... Well, so they come off The Bachelorette. Uh, I, I will say, Blake was heartbroken. Like, I met with the kid. He was beat up. He was sad. He really cared about Becca. He didn't know what to expect. And they were both kind of holding on to this idea that they may be the next guy and and what that would look like and kind of that pressures that that brings. But then as soon as you're not the guy, the bachelor goes off and starts filming and then you're the two left and all the attention's on you and they kind of just live it up. I mean, whatever living it up looks like, you know, there's no like formula to how you want to live it up. But uh, I didn't do that because I was the bachelor. And so then you go into three months of filming and then I'm engaged. Right. So like going out to a club to me or going out to a bar or trying to get attention from girls or, answering my DMs or any of that, like I was never in the position to do that. And so I just never, I don't know what the attention was like. I I spent most of my weekends either filming or uh, in a safe house with Lauren trying to, (laughs) you know, figure out what the next steps were. Right. The answering of the DMs is like such a great concept that is like incredibly relevant. Like I'm glad you brought it up. Like I can't even imagine how flooded Blake's DMs are. Like how does he even look at all of them? I'm sure Jason's are too, but I think, I think people really love Blake. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure they're flooded. I don't know what they look like. I mean, I know that <laughs> they're probably at least at some level intriguing. Sure. Um, like they'd be, I mean, they'd be fun to look at. I don't really know. I, I like I said, I, I've never gotten there. My DMs are very like innocent and nice. I, <laughs> I think I attract like a very innocent crowd. So people are like, 
keep doing what you're doing. Like, good luck. And I think Blake's are probably a little more aggressive and like more sexy. Yeah. More sexy. (laughs) I mean, I get it. Blake's great. He does seem really busy. Like Blake and Jason are doing so many club appearances. Yeah, that will stop. And they have been great a while back. And even as of recent to they've asked for my opinion on things, which is really nice. And it means a lot to me. And, um, you know, my, my advice to them is just like, have fun with this. It's a very short window of time that you can have fun with it, but don't let it like consume your life and you'll know when you're done. And they'll know pretty soon. I think that the club appearance thing isn't that tight. It's exhausting. It's very empty. And they'll be back to, you know, whatever they were doing before. But in the meantime, you know, go take your shirt off because they're both jacked and sit by a pool and take pictures of people. (laughs) Do your thing. Show off your abs. That's really good advice. I like it. Yeah, why not? I mean, we all, I guess all, you know, everybody has a little bit of that inside of them where they're like, okay, for a week, how cool would it be if I was a celebrity? And how cool would it be if everybody in the world wanted to date me like for a week? But I think for most, like, uh, like I, I see in them and I see in a lot of the guys that have gotten off the show before is like for a week, it's kind of fun and exciting and exhilarating. And it makes you feel like a whole new person. And then you realize you're still not that great. Yeah. And you still realize you have a ton of issues and that you're not any different than you were before. I think that's like actually a really universal thing where you're like, I wonder if like it would have been different if I had done like X, Y, or Z. And then you ultimately have the realization mm-hmm. that like I still would have been me. Like all of the all of the baggage that comes with me still would have existed or whatever. And I think that's like kind of a funny thing to realize. Ben, you're so wise. I'm just yeah, I just talk a lot. <laughs> uh that's why you're great on a podcast. Um <laughs> So when the Jordan and Jenna thing starts popping off, and the latest is that, this happened like a week or so ago, the latest is that like her lawyers are trying to like get him to hand over like his phone for data or whatever. When that happens, like what's like the, like what's the group text like? Who alerts you to that? How do you find out about it? <laughs> I have a group text. Uh, well, it used to be JJ, but JJ has gotten in a pretty good, serious relationship, and I just don't think he has the time for it anymore. Good for him. Um, and he's, and so, he's a dad, right? Yeah. He is a dad. So this is, this is a good move. I'm, I think he's happy. Um, so now it, it's usually like the Ashley Iconetti because mm-hmm. I'm in the, like my podcast group text. And so that's usually the first people to hear about it or one of the producers. You know, this isn't, it's kind of humorous because of the fact that this is just a breakup. Yeah. And like now, I mean, there's things being said and she said, she said, but this is just a really ugly breakup. And so everybody kind of like makes jokes about it and jabs about it why lawyers are getting involved. Nobody knows. It just makes it a bigger issue than it ever needed to be. And it just drags this thing out for longer than it needs to be dragged out. People in the bachelor world need to realize, yeah, you're really tight. Like people are talking about you for 24 hours and then nobody cares what you're doing. Like if you just like sit quietly on your hands for 24 hours, your name will never be brought up again. And this is just a weird situation where somebody chose to get lawyers involved and all this does is perpetuate a problem that will end in nothing. Right. And I mean, that's you just hit on it. Like Jenna, I think, thought that she was going to have some kind of like long future in, in the public eye with Jordan, like needed him to do that. And now that's imperiled. And so yeah. she probably like wants to like, A, find another path forward to like being famous and B, kind of like clear all this. Plus, like the longer she perpetuates it, the longer she stays famous. Like it's, it's kind of like Jordan posting the screenshots of the emails he got from her lawyer is almost a win for her. Like I'm almost like, don't do that, bro. Because then she gets the attention and she obviously sucks. It seems, is he genuinely heartbroken or was he? 
I just talked on the podcast. I actually think he was from everybody I hear internally, but I think that only lasted a day until it just became this massively odd issue. And he was like, I don't get what is going on. It's also this, we, we have to remember, like we grew up with, and, and no shot to her. She did a lot with what she had, but we grew up with the Paris Hilton's of the world. Like she was known for a long time. She was famous for being like a partier. Like she was not famous for anything other than the fact that she was a Hilton and she was a partier. And so she had this huge following based on just her name. And so I think a lot of the people get off the show and they think that's still a possibility. And it's really not. Nobody is famous or well-known anymore without a tangible skill set. And so whatever Jenna's intentions were, whatever Jordan's intentions are with this whole thing, the best and the most accurate and, and just the most like, I guess, realistic way to do this and stop wasting the limited amount of life that we have on this earth is just say, okay, I'm not going to be that famous. People aren't going to care about me for that long. I need to deal with my own stuff. And the more I talk about my ex, the more they're going to be in the news, and the more I talk. And so maybe that's what they're doing. I maybe guess they're so. actually all in this together and they're just bouncing this off each other. Totally. I don't think Jordan would be a good bachelor, but I am interested in a Jordan spinoff. I think that would be like, that would be interesting. Or like maybe he can be like the star of Winter Games or something this coming year. I don't know. That'd be great. I would like that. That'd be fun. Maybe I, I'll go. I don't, <laughs> I don't want any more. I don't want any more Jenna. She doesn't deserve it. She's out. Although I have a hard time believing we won't get more Jenna. Ben, I'll, I'll let you go. But first I need to ask, have you watched any of the JoJo yeah. and Jordan web show? I haven't. No, um, I should. I have no reason not to. Have you? I Can have. about it? Yes, I've watched all of what it. Do you think? I like them both significantly more. I think they come off really like sweet and earnest. I think it seems like they have a nice relationship, like a normal one with like struggles and challenges, but like still really care about each other. I don't know why it's a video. Like just do a podcast. Like I think they probably could have made more money as a podcast. And I assume it's a money making endeavor. Yeah. It's interesting. They they talk. I and mean, I think you probably could relate to this. They talk about how hard the relationship is once the cameras stop and like and how like, the hardest part is actually not just the secret, like once once the, the show run ends and like everyone knows that you're together, they talk a lot about how hard it is to adjust to like being a couple in public and like having to deal all the tabloid stories and like all the rumors that just like aren't true. And yeah, it's pretty interesting. I mean, they've been together a while now, like, what is it, like over two years? Yeah, I, I need to watch it. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't I don't know. I mean, I guess it would be weird for you to watch, but it is, it is good. I just don't get why it's a video. I would say that... I always liked her. He comes off like pretty, pretty sweet in it, I would say. And he kind of seemed like everyone rec- accuses him of being like too rehearsed, but like he's on TV. Like, what do people expect? Like, he's just like good at talking. So I, I don't hold that against him. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he can probably help it. It's hard to, when you, when a camera gets in front of you, you know, his job is to be a, like, to be a commentator. And so his job is to put on a face. I'm sure he's not faking it, but it, it is his probably TV persona. Yeah. And she gets that. You know, I, I'm a little jealous of them. Honestly, I think that that's the whole idea of happily ever after was to be this like very accurate portrayal of how hard life is afterwards. And I think Lauren and I kept getting told that's not a show, you know, that's not interesting enough. And, and I think Jojo and Jordan are definitely a compelling couple and, and they have a lot of like, they're just very fun to watch. They mm-hmm. always have been. But I, I, if I was honest, I was, I'm a little jealous of the fact that they got the opportunity to do something that I was thinking that I was going to get to do. Right. And instead our show became kind of, instead of just sitting down talking, it became more of a show like capturing moments and, and it just beat us up pretty good. 
because a lot of those moments had either either been like portrayed differently or had existed in the past and we were trying to recreate them and it just wasn't it just wasn't ideal. Right. Well, I will say, don't be too jealous because it's not like they actually show them like living their lives. They just talk about it. That's why I'm like, why is this like a YouTube yeah. video? Because I'm just like, they're just, they just sit on a couch and it's like 15 minutes installments and they just talk to the camera with like each other like interjecting and they're just sort of like talking about their their challenges. It's not that specific. You don't actually see it. Like there's no like verite, but they do, I guess, get like a forum to express what's going on. Do you think if YouTube had been around, like, or YouTube was doing original content, obviously it was around, when you and Lauren were, like, thinking about doing this show, would that have made things different for you? Like, could you have, like, done it there instead? Uh, I would have been into it. I don't really get, I don't really understand the YouTube, Facebook, like, streaming <laughs> kind of network. But, I think a lot of people um, feel that way, my man. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it. And I don't understand how you, like, make money on it. It just feels like a very convoluted space. Um, and it seems like it could get saturated pretty quickly. but. Yeah, I mean, I think we've been interested in it. I, I think when we did Happily Ever After, my, I guess, idea of it was that I was going to get to share things that people don't ask about. And so instead of, like, people asking about your relationship and when are you getting married or when are you having babies or that kind of stuff, you could actually sit down in front of a camera and say, hey, we're real people, we have real struggles, these are it, and talk about it, kind of like it sounds like they're doing. And so it's good for them. I would have been all for it. I think it's good to kind of break down that wall and just as a bachelor couple, just say, Hey, like we do actually really care about each other. We're really trying at this thing, but it's not always easy. And these are why, this is why instead, you know, I was doing weird stuff on happily ever after. Yeah. And like staging being a couple instead of like actually being a couple. Yeah. Which is tough. So, so with that, I'm, I'm jealous. I'm also excited for them. Um, How's the show doing? I think fine. I mean, it's, it's been two episodes. It's just a weird thing. Like, I'm just like, oh. I, I I put it on while I'm doing work and I don't like look at it. I just listen. I'm just like, this should just be a podcast. I don't, I don't really get it. It would have been a better product as that, but I guess yeah. that they are happy with it. I had actually heard they were shopping around like a reality show and I think they just couldn't, they didn't get anyone to bite. So this is what they ended up doing. But I, I just feel like they weren't packaging it right. Cause I would watch it. Like real estate shows are really popular and they're yeah. house, they're house flippers. Yeah. They could have done a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that they couldn't get, like, a house-slipping show. Also, it would have been more, even better, if you'd seen them, like, if you'd inter- if like they had interwoven their relationship stuff, like, what they're actually doing now, instead of just sitting on a couch and, like, talking to the camera. Because I'm curious about it. I like when they post on their Instagram stories about, uh, like, their what their jobs are and, like, what they're, what they're up to. And, like, Jordan is a public person. He has a job with the SEC Network. So, I don't know. Like, shouldn't we see some of that? Why not? ABC and SEC are both owned by Disney, so there could be some kind of uh, synergy there. I just don't get it. But I don't get it either. Well, hey, talent manager Juliet is your next (laughs) profession. Hey, Juliet, I'm really excited to see you soon. Yeah, you're coming here in like a week and a half. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pumped. So uh, we actually have it on the books. Good, we're gonna have a blast. Um, If there's anything we need to talk about, then let me know. But I'm excited to see you. Thanks so much, Ben. It's always great to talk to you. All right, we'll talk soon. Thanks again to Ben Higgins, always the best guest, who I give very little notice that we're going to do a podcast, and he always does it with me. We've got more coming this offseason. I want to delve into what else is happening in the reality TV space. We're going to cover the upcoming Hills reboot with a pretty dope guest booking that I'm excited about. We are going to talk about Before the 90 Days, which seems to be like the hottest show on the internet right now, like kind of secretly, and so much more. So I'll be back and talk to you soon. 
And of course, thanks to our sponsor, Beholden. Brides and wedding guests, are you looking for an outfit that dazzles? Beholden offers a gorgeous collection of wedding gowns and dresses for special occasions. Shop from the comfort of your couch and your purchase will arrive at your doorstep in a matter of days. For a limited time only, use the code WEDDING at checkout for free shipping on your purchase at bhldn.com. That's bhldn.com. 